What's up guys, it's Hot Take without the Hot Take here and welcome back to another episode of Junior Senior 2 Views. Let's get straight into it. Kyla Murray to not attend OTAs, a big deal or a little deal? Now, there's been a little bit of a cold war between Kyla Murray and management um, and ownership of the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants a new contract, his rookie He's contract. He's waiting. His rookie contract is coming due. Yeah. It's almost finished. It's He wants a new contract. He wants a new contract. And uh, he hasn't gotten one. No. And he sent what is equivalent to be a word salad on Twitter. Um, and I read all of it, and a lot of it was just jarble. Um, and he's not going to be attending OTAs. Uh, On-field is... activity, on activities to me aren't thing. I don't think it's a big deal, particularly for a lot of, you know, you consider Kyler Murray to be an established player now, as is other players. And a lot of other players decide not to show up. Uh, you know, the guys who are showing up to these are the guys who actually, I don't know, want a position on the team. <laughs> Between that and, and minicamp, they're the ones showing up because they need a job. So I don't... I don't think this is a big deal. I think it's a bigger deal if Kyler Murray decides he doesn't want to show up to minicamp. Because that's yeah. where the thing stuck. You know, you got minicamp, then you got preseason, then the regular season. I think it's a big deal if he decides he's not going to show up to anything. I don't know. Um, I, it's sort of weird. If he decides... Yeah, I will agree with you. If he decides not to show up to minicamps... Because the minicamps are the then, one... You know, that's then that shows... Then that, that. Yeah, then that shows that he is not happy. He wants a contract and he's not going to... He won't show up until he gets it. He's going to do sort of an Aaron Rodgers right. thing. Um, yeah, it depends on what what the, the deal is. Maybe they sort out a contract before the season starts. You'd like that to, to be sort of a good faith gesture. It's still early... The season hasn't started yet, so if they were to sign him to, you know, offer him a contract whilst yep. this is happening and but he accepts, then it's a, a, it's a non-issue. A little aside, though, with the Cardinals in general, I don't feel like they can really go much place else, like, um, in terms of their upside, because they, they lost Chandler Jones in free agency, and he was a massive part of their defense, and with how... Um, Steve Kime and uh, with Steve Kime and Cliff Cliff Kingsbury being given uh, five-year extensions, Uh a GM who hasn't really been great, a coach who is prone to second half collapses. Mm -hmm. I don't know if their I think their upside is wild card loss again. Okay, moving on. John Josh Donaldson calling Tim Anderson Jackie. Did it deserve a, f- a fine and a suspension? This is a weird sort of thing for me because when Donaldson said in the, his press conference, he said he called Tim Anderson Jackie because uh, he Tim Anderson himself called himself Jackie himself. Robinson. Yeah. Look, it's always the topic of race in baseball doesn't get talked about a lot because there's a lot of Latin American players. Uh, there aren't too many African American really players in in the MLB. Um, my th- I don't think it was worth a suspension per se. It could be. I don't think Donaldson was trying to be um, trying to uh, throw out throw out a microaggression or a a, a, a racial like thing. I don't it's think so. It's a tough one. I don't know. They have a history, these two, reportedly. So I don't know if it's because it's coming from 
Josh Donaldson, you know, a white player to Tim, you know, to Tim Anderson, an African American player that that was some more how more you know, more emphasized. Obviously, it got heated in the moment because both benches cleared. Nah, nah, nah. I think there's more history here than we than anybody knows. I don't know if the context could be spun that way to say calling him Jackie is a bad thing if Tim Anderson himself gave himself credence to say Look, I'm the next it's a, it's, it's so, sort of a he, he, a he you know, said a, a he said he said situation. I don't think um it's uh if if Donaldson's um part is to be believed, I don't think it's worth the suspension, maybe a fine. Uh, again, but again, for, uh, for what? The bottom line is, you know, what was said on the field, nobody knows because he said something. Next minute, Tim Anderson turns around. Next minute, it was, you know, nobody had mics on. So, again, I suppose from my, my perspective to get some understanding around is what exactly was said and in what context it was said. Well, if, okay, let's put out a couple situation scenarios. If uh, Anderson, um, if... Anderson hasn't called himself Jackie Robinson before, uh-huh. and uh, he said that it could be taken as a, a racial microaggression or a racial poke. Yeah, um, it, if, you know, if Donaldson's side is to be believed, he's called himself Jackie before, that, and Donaldson said it in a way to to sort of to like downplay to thing. downplay that. Um, I don't think I don't think it was uh, racially motivated. But who knows at this point? It's a tough one to figure out. But I think the league is sort of trying to avoid all situations at this point. Which, when it comes to race, I don't blame them for doing. All right. Move all right. Uh, has Man City supplanted Man U as the better team? I have to begrudgingly admit it. Yes. Uh, they're not going to catch up to the the nineteen the the twenty titles. Just they're not going to catch up to the twenty no, titles just yet. But they are sort but of forming their own. They are. Game. They they have. They are. There's been a, There's now. been a massive power shift. Of course, um, there is. It goes back to the 2011-12 season. Uh, you'll remember the final day of that Premier League season. Uh, United played um, Sunderland Sunderland away at the Stadium of Light. Uh, City played QPR at home. Mm-hmm. That. Incredible finish. Uh, all, City needed to match United's result on the day to win the league on goal difference. And that famous Aguero goal yeah. won them the league. That And earlier that year, there was a 6 nothing defeat uh, with City, uh, City defeating United at Old Trafford. So that season really signified a power shift in Manchester. Yeah. And I'm saying this is a United, a United fan. Mm-hmm. Um... With you know, with City right now, um, I don't think it can really be confirmed until they win a Champions League, which you've bottled it in multiple multiple seasons. Ooh. You bottled it against Real Madrid. You bottled it. Yeah, you bottled I, it I, against but I, Tottenham. But I, but I see my whole argument with that is you're talking UEFA, which is you know my hands are displayed big. Yeah. When you talk about UEFA versus FA. Yes, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Here's where the dichotomy is created. Uh, United have a treble, which means they've won the FA Cup, the Premier League, and the Champions League. City don't. Right. They've never won the Champions League. And I think right now, when you're talking about English, you know, English football, Premier League, if you want to boil it down, starting there, maybe maybe at this point, Man City has slightly moved forward insofar as being that team 
that is yeah, sort but of they, moving. They've had multiple right. chances at a final win. And, and I don't think they, they have been in, in existence as long as Man United. No, they they haven't. So, I mean, they, you know, not Man as, not, that not, a, so. not, a, not as long, but they... Not as long, but a pretty. A, they've been around for a pretty long time. They need, but they need to win the Champions League uh, to even uh, be in the conversation of supplanting uh, United as the superior Manchester Manchester club. Okay. Surprised that the Mavericks got bounced? Not really. Look, um, look. Who who the thought? They took a game. They took a game. They stole game four. Uh, they do, they avoided the sweep. Well, I, but, I told you they were gonna not gonna yeah, lose another game at yeah. home, and and you know, yeah. They avoided the sweep. Yeah. But I think look, the Mavericks have surprised everybody this playoffs. I thought they were they needed to win a series. They needed to win a playoff series. Uh-huh. They didn't. They won two. All they they are so close to greatness. Okay. So close. Okay. If and many GMs around the league believe. That um, if they get an impact center, they can win the championship. I think uh, I think they're so close. They just need one or two more pieces to go along with Luca because he's a stud. Okay, so I did say in game it was not gonna it was gonna end in game six. I did say that they had to not be embarrassed by getting swept, and they didn't. And I also believe that Golden State kind of packed in a little bit, yeah, and would prefer to win. In front of a crowd at home as a yeah. postman in a row. That's my thoughts. Um, I, I agree with you that that Dallas so Dallas were one play. They needed another player with Luca in order to make it interesting. Yeah, but Luca definitely has arrived. He sort of he made has arrived. No, say I'm here now. Yeah. I've been you know I've gotten a few pieces together and they made a few deals. He is a he's a, not afraid of the big. But moment. I also he loves this, the big moment. This series. Speaks about if you have a moment now to think about it is Golden State and what they went through to get to this point. You know, you had Clay Clay Thompson's injury, which lasted almost two years. You, you had the ACL you had, and Achilles right, injury. You for had Draymond Green hurt for thirty odd games a season. Steph Curry year before on his own. On a, no, not even that year before that, but the injury of the wrist, he was out for sixty odd games. So. You see the three sort of standard pieces. Yeah. The three guys that hold this team together. And, and on, for Golden State to do what they've done, to be able to bring yeah. in guys like Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, reshape the roster in a way yeah. that sort of keep that, kept that same tradition going. It's a different team. And honestly, I feel like this Golden State team is a lot more, is returned to sort of their likability of their 14, 15 15, 16 teams. Yeah, yeah. Um, when they got Durant, they were just such an artificial dynasty, such a overpowered, just like it was basically a given that they were going to win the championship yeah, yeah. every single offseason. Well, um, but when they had just those core three players with a nice supporting cast around them, yeah. they were so likable. And this is the same situation. Wiggins has, um, he's not lived up to his generational talent form, but he's a solid player for what he is. No, he's, look, I Poole, think he's... Poole has transcended. Yeah, yeah. You've got yourselves a good bench. Iguodala's back. Steve Kerr, come on. Yeah, yeah. Steve Kerr proves yeah. that he's a good coach. Yes. He can coach this team well. And they can... And they made the finals again. Yeah. They can. They have a legitimate yeah. shot at another ring. I think they're going to win. Just just from the standpoint of, you know, the East isn't finished yet. They have days to rest. Yeah. They've had rest. 
They they got they dispatched of Memphis in six. They had rest going into this next series. Now they have rest again until whenever this ends up. Yeah. For the, for the East is concerned. That's that. Uh, Celtics Heat. Uh, Celtics Heat Game Six. Well, it's good for the. It's good. It's seven. gonna go to a Game Seven. As I said, it was gonna go Game Seven. Wow. Games. I, I, 111, just, 103. So Butler's had a pretty stinky. Playoff series until this Stinky. game. Up until then. He 47 big points. Jimmy went off. Thank wow. God for that because everybody else didn't yeah, do much. Lowry, since coming back, he's, he's looked hobbled. Yeah, he had 18 points. He was yeah. the next highest scorer. But Jimmy Butler went They needed every bit of that. Off. And they, they, needed, they needed him every step of the way. He I was st- unstoppable. I still believe that the Celtics are going to win this game you series. You think the Celtics seven. are now going into Miami and winning this one? I think they're going to do it. Okay. I so, don't I look, I've I've believed in the Celtics the entirety of this playoffs. Okay. And so, my really, belief has been justified. The Celtics are going to win this. And I'm going to make a very bold prediction. So they're going to have exactly the same outcome that they have in game 5. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. Not exactly. It'll be a very close game 7. It might even go to OT, okay. but I think they will pull it out and I think they might win the championship. I think what? they're going to win. No, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not no. going that far. I, You're look, going way too no, far. Look, no, look. No, no. I'm I I've I'm, okay. I'm all in on this. Celtics all in. Team. Okay, you're going. Are, you're about to be all out in a second. They, they're good. Oh well. I they think they, they are. They are good. They slipped up in this yeah. game, but okay. I feel they just they they look good. I feel there's something about them. Yeah. They there's something about them. To I don't me. think it's. I, I I honestly believe that there's going to be the heat there's some is there's something about them. I feel like they this is this they this is their time to get over that hump. We've said, but we we have said them about said that about them in 2019, in 2020. Um, but this team just looks different. They have a different mentality. They have a different mindset going into every single game, and and they and they look better. They've the only time where they've gone back to sort of their choking. Uh, mentality was game five against the Bucks, okay. and even though even so, they came back from that quickly. Right. I feel like this hat this can be the team for Boston to no, hello to yeah, time's to, up to not only oh win gosh. to not only win the East yeah. but win the thing. You are high. They I'm, are not winning the championship. I'm high on them. Yeah, I, good I just, for you. They're gonna, they're, gonna, they're, gonna, they're not getting past. They're gonna, they're, I, I they're just, gonna lose game seven, so don't even worry. About I it. just okay. I'll hold you to that. Okay. All right. So the next point here has been bounced around. Should the NBA shorten the season? Because Adam Silver, it's been mentioned that you know he's looking at expanding the season, including sort of tournament, sort of midpoint tournament thing. You know, is that something that should be a concern, or is that something that should be shortened in order to you know have more playoffs? Or I don't know. I mean, I don't think. Look, um, I think the midseason tournament is. Sort of a a weird thing to me. It's like, more money. It's, it's all more about money. money. It's all about and money, the the NBA right now, what they're what they're messing with, what they're doing is a bit weird. I feel like they don't need to add a midseason tournament. Uh, I don't think they need to mess with shortening or extending the season. 
I feel like the play-in tournament when it was introduced was a little bit weird, but I feel like it gives team it gives gives teams sort of a chance. I didn't agree with the play-ins play-in thing when it was introduced it was during the bubble. In, introduced it, it during the, the bubble, but after but after the bubble, I didn't agree yeah. with it staying. Okay, but I could see why. But but they don't need to add extra stuff to all of this. They don't need to jarble the game. It's fine as it is. Okay, so. I I I don't believe that the season needs to be shortened. Already, teams are doing things to give players days off. You know, you know when Kawhi was playing, they they did a lot of load load basis stuff with the Clippers that wouldn't let him play multiple games. That wouldn't you know all those things can come into play. So I don't I I I'm firmly of the mind that 82 games is a season that should be the the status quo. Yeah, because you can go back in time and say. You know, all those other guys, you know, in past decades, uh, you know, other NBA players dealt with it. And yeah. did, did it in different conditions, in different situations. Yeah. So I believe that should stay. I'm not a big fan of the play-in. I think the play-in is sort of, it's like, I don't know, some teams don't have to. And some teams can kind of just hover around the under 500 mark and still have a chance to get in. I don't like it. I like the fact that it's one eight two seven three six four five. Yeah, I like that. I don't. Well, like they it, the only reason they brought in the 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 two reasons that they expanded the to the um playing tournament was the COVID outbreak and the China boycott from uh right. from Daryl Morey's right. uh situation. So I, I I believe that that's the case. I don't think it should change. I think this playing tournament's a dumb idea. Because the argument is, the longer the season, the more likelihood of players getting injured. I think no matter what length of season you're talking about, players get injured. Yeah. So I don't think you can plan to go, we play this many games, this player gets injured, we play too many games. So I, I, I'm firmly of the belief it should be 82 games, but you know this whole playing tournament, this whole extended tournament that Adam Silver's doing, this is all about dollars and cents. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, and that's what it comes down to, so... All right, a little bit of word up. Um, I'll let you have this one first. Is it blank? It's blank that the Lakers hired Darwin Ham as their new coach. Ooh, okay. It is pivoting. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's pivoting. So, so you know, obviously reported. Well, there was reports. I mean, Terry Stocks was interviewed. Uh, you know, Jawan Howard said no. Uh, you know, I suppose that Darwin Ham, who's obviously with was with the Bucks and sort of they won a championship and maybe maybe there's a Mike Budenholzer tree out there now yeah. that you know as you know Mike Budenholzer's come from Popovich so to speak that you know maybe they figure well you know Darvin Ham's a, a first time coach he's a former player he's you know he's sort of re- maybe relatable to these and these also it re- also he's friendly with LeBron so right there's that so there's that and so. I feel sorry for David Blatt. Not this time. Maybe next time. Um, but it's pivotal. So I think the Lakers have gone right. We're not going to go down the track that everybody thinks we're going to go. You thought we're going to go Terry Stotts. You thought we're going to go some you know veteran coach. We're going to go off off map yep. to try how this see how this would work. Look, I I like the hire. I don't think it's a it's a terrible hire. Uh, he's pretty. He's experienced. Word. Um, it is. It's surprising. Oh, okay. it, it is a surprising hire because Stott said he was intrigued by it. And he, yeah, but, yeah. if offered, he may have taken it. Oh well, but, now, well, now he can turn around and say, "See, I wasn't offered it, so I didn't take it." But 
I think it's a good hire for the Lakers. I think it's probably the more sensible hire out there. Won't change anything though. But in the w- big picture, and maybe it does. Maybe it does. Who knows? Um, uh, I'll let you do this one. FC Barcelona winning the UEFA Cup is a a good start. Uh, it's a good start because Barca have That's been a lot of words. Uh, like words. Well, words, but it, it's basically one concept in a couple words. Uh-huh. It is a good start to them rebuilding. Okay, because they've been sort of. St- Developing their young guys in that team, mm-hmm. um, slowly but surely. Xavi uh, has been the manager, and he's brought back that old Barca mentality of uh, and uh, play style of Tiki Taka. Um, and then winning a trophy for the first time in a while is a good start without Messi. Um, I feel like they've got some some guys on the way. Ansu Fati's only nineteen. Uh, Pedri's only uh, still pretty young. Uh, Aubameyang on loan has been a, a boon for them. Um, I feel like they they're on the right track to building building for life without Messi, and it's a good start for them. Okay, so for me, it's it's uh, traditional because I mean Barcelona. I mean they've they've won five titles beforehand. I think I mean not so many titles before, but this the sixth one. Uh, I think it's traditional for them to, to kind of control that, you know, to get back, as you said, raise their, re, reestablish their profile. Yeah. You know, I think that many people had Liverpool winning this one. Uh, there was controversy because a lot of fans got fake tickets and there was uproar from the Liverpool Well, fans. no, no, this is a different competition. Well, yeah, uh, The well, Champions League final happened okay, between, Real, yeah, yeah, between yeah. Real yes, and Liverpool, and the UEFA Cup's a different competition. Okay, all right. Sorry about that. But um, Barca, but, uh, Barca haven't been in the Champions League for a good right. bit now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but on the Champions League final, Real won, yeah, yeah. won nothing today. Yeah. But, but, yeah, uh, it, is, it is good for Barcelona coming back. Uh, it's going to take some time for them to be in serious Champions League contention, but mm-hmm. get winning one of the lower trophies is a good start. Okay. Uh, Colin getting a work get is getting a workout with the Las Vegas Raiders. This screams. Oh, yeah. This screams of Mark Davis just begging with the with with the NFL and fans saying, "We're sorry about the Gruden stuff." Here, Colin Kaepernick. He's here, right? This screams it. I'm sorry. But with what happened with with Gruden, that was a horrible look. Not only for the Raiders franchise, but the entire league. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't agree with that. I don't I don't think it has anything. I don't, anything it's PR for sure. It screams it's, it. It's the Raiders saying to the NFL, okay, right. No one's giving this guy a chance. We'll, we'll give him a chance. I mean, we don't. Yeah. There's no guarantees he makes the team, but yeah. you know, it's Colin Kaepernick. It's it's you know he's got uh, you know he's been more or less canceled out by the NFL. But he's doing been doing his own thing, right? As but, an activist, you know, at the same time, you know, he hasn't had an opportunity to actually get a chance back in. Maybe this is a chance back for him. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, he'd be a good so, backup. He'd be a good backup. Um, so I'm. I'd be I'd be dumbfounded if he got a job in the NFL. Yeah, I don't I don't know about this one. I, I just think this it, is not it's about. It's scream. I'm I don't sorry. Think it's about Gruden. It, I, think Gruden uh, I think I think that that 
has been put to rest. It screams. I think this is more I'm sorry, about that. But it screams PR to me. I don't. Well, it is PR. It, it, it screams of a PR move to me because, like, with what happened with Gruden, Mark Davis, uh, Mark Davis emptied the vault for Gruden and and chose him over paying Khalil Mack, um, because at the time Mark Davis didn't have a lot of fluid financial capital because a lot of his move was yeah. money was locked up in the move to Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, this just I'm, and so he he unloaded the vault for Gruden oh, yeah. and over two years of sub two, uh, three seasons of subpar performances this comes out and he has to he, I, I don't I'm I don't see like a there, obviously there is a chance that he could be a good backup if he makes the team but if if he doesn't, I think it's a win win situation for for the Raiders because they get their PR PR thing, okay. and um and if he does well in in the workout and they give him a spot, he's a quality backup. All right, happy birthday, belated Buck Showalter, six six years yep. old, Met Skipper. Yeah, uh, obviously, uh, doing a good job so far with the Mets. Uh, he, he's no he's no stranger to New York, having coached the Yankees many many moons ago. Yeah, uh, always has come up short. Never got to, has never reached that World Series point. He's always been managing well, really well, good teams. Well, you know, he's managing, he's managed the Diamondbacks, but you know, he left the Diamondbacks and the Diamondbacks won. Yeah, uh, he's managed the Orioles when the Orioles were decent. And uh, and know, we all know Rangers. what we all know what happened in that wild card game that right. that that decision that he made, Ubaldo Jimenez over uh, Zach Britton. Oh, there you go. So. You know, happy birthday, Buck, uh, 66 years old. Happy anniversary, Clayton Kershaw. So on this day, on around 14 years ago, he was brought in in his first start um, and had a a great start against St. Louis Cardinals. And since then, you know, has a a dominant record. You know, know, strikeouts, has a World Series ring. You know, the thing about Kershaw that was sort of traveling with him was – that his playoffs. history with playoffs in general. Yeah. His performance in playoffs is always questionable. Yeah. I don't think it'd be questioned anymore because he's got a ring. So, yeah. But, you know, injuries have slowed him down. He's been yeah. injured off and on this year. But, you know, on uh, happy anniversary to that. Um, happy happy birthday recently. Frank Thomas and Jeff Bagwell, both Hall of Famers, both 54 years old. Frank Thomas, a.k.a. the Big Hurt, mm-hmm. played all those years with the White Sox, was one of the – has a lifetime – Hitting average of over 300. Uh, Jeff Bagwell with the Houston Astros. Um, when the Astros are still in the National League. Yeah. Uh, really some really strong numbers. First ball Hall of Famer as well. So happy birthday to those guys. Uh, on or around this day, Mark Messier promised a Game 6 win for the New York Rangers in 1994. And he got it against the New Jersey Devils. Yeah. And he promised the win. Forced the game seven and the rest is history. The Rangers won the cup that year. Yeah, and that I think is I think that's the only time you've been a, a like a legitimate hockey I didn't, hockey guy. I didn't guy. really watch the hockey even if the Rangers were because that was the year the Knicks were in. So yeah. I was more pay attention to the Knicks because the Knicks were in the finals too. So the possibilities for New York at that time in 1984 were endless. If the if the Knicks had won two. Forget it. It would have been yeah. a bit, but oh. Well. But it was huge for the Rangers. It was huge for the Rangers because they hadn't won in a long. long they time. hadn't won in a long, long time, a long time and since. the Islanders had their dynasty in the eighties. Yeah. So, 
uh, before the Oilers. Yeah. So that was massive okay. for for the Rangers. We didn't pay attention to one thing. We're going to spend a little more time quickly right now with NHL. Let's go. What do we got? NHL playoffs. Let me yes, we, we have to. We know that the Rangers yep. are forced a game seven yep. against the Canes. Yep, and there are some other things I want to want to cover up. Now, there was a big situation that happened uh, in the the Abs and Blues series. Yep. Uh, Nazem Kadri was caught up in a little uh, kerfuffle. So he was heading for the net at, for a rebound. He was guided into uh, Jordan Binnington. Now, him and Binnington, Binnington have had history. Yep. And uh, he took out Binnington. Um, and let me just say, he did nothing wrong. He was guided by the demon, uh, Kale Rosen, into Binnington. But uh, Bennington wasn't happy, threw a water, water bottle at him in the press conference, and Kadri has also received a lot of uh, racial abuse online, and he responded with a hat trick. Um, and the Yavs closed out the series in seven. Yep. Uh, Edmonton win this, the Battle of Alberta in five because the Flames keep underachieving every single year. Um, Lucic is buyout proof next season yep. and his contract is awful. Well, Monaghan is bad. They're probably going to have to overhaul that core. More about Connor um, McDavid, really. Less about the Flames. No, 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 no. The Oilers were desperately trying to hand some wins to the Flames okay. and, uh, Flames, good luck this offseason because you got Majapani looking for a raise, Kachuk looking for a raise, and Gaudreau looking for a raise. Good luck trying to pay all of them. Alright. Um, and we... So, a game seven with the Canes and Rangers. Look, Rangers, in my opinion, right now are playing with house money. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't expect them to go to a game seven against the Hurricanes. But if they win, they will go to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Tampa Bay Lightning, which is massive. Yep. And that'll be their biggest challenge uh, coming up against a fleshed out unit oh, well. like we'll Tampa happens. Bay. But we will see what happens. But anyway, that's our show for this week. Mm-hmm. If you're coming from TikTok, welcome. welcome. We do this thing two. We do this thing one or two times a week. Um, more playoffs. MB- NBA. We're almost heading to the finals. Almost in both in both leagues. We're yes. almost heading to the finals. We will be keeping up with all of that. More MLB uh, as we get close closer. Uh, we're about. Uh, a month and a half out from the trade deadline. Yep. So we will be looking at what pieces uh, could or should be traded. Yep. Um, but that's it. Stay tuned. Bye.